0: Zone, coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Anchory and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5%
1: pleasure, 50% pain, and
2: 100% reason to remember the name. He doesn't
3: need his name up in
2: lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat or the mic. Feels so unlike everybody else, alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a
0: story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, toxic picking it up. Let's go to Hennessy anyway. He never really talks much, never because a status, but still even a star struck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact that many misjudge him, cause he
3: makes a live from writing right and Put it together himself. Let him This is 20% skill, 80% gear Be 100% clear, cause you was ill Who would've thought he'd be the one that set the west in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped Megadeth, took him to church I like bleach, man, Why you had the stupidest verses Dude, it's the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots And socks through the roof, I heard you fooling with that stocks Hello, Fry I really like their quarterback. He's athletic. Now they've got a thrower behind him. He can spin it. Uh, uh, so can the the starter, but he is an athletic guy, the young uh, freshman Jenkins. And uh, they've got some fine receivers. Uh, they're, they're probably uh, maybe even a little more athletic up front because of their you know they're quite, not quite as big as what. Uh, uh we've been used to a lot of read reads and runs of quarterback, things of that nature. Uh <coughs> certainly uh, well coached. And then defensively they are multiple. I don't know if they're gonna be in a mint front or four down front, probably a little bit of both. I have some linebackers that can really run. I like ninety seven Nobles, uh their defensive end their jack linebacker. I think he can make a lot of plays and I'm and I really like their uh, no of Jack Daly, uh, number zero. I, I really like him. I think he's uh, uh, very, very active. He'll be a hard guy to block in there. Uh, but Coach McIntyre's done an ac- excellent job uh, turning that program, and uh, uh, we're looking forward to playing them. But we know they're going to play extremely, extremely hard. I think that's what you find mostly on the film: they like how hard they play. Yeah.
4: Welcome into the zone.
0: Is this
1: thing on? Can y'all hear me? Oops. It would help if I had the right microphone turned on. Jeez, that eloquent opening is just wasted. <laughs> Broadcasting 101, study it, folks. Oh, wait, you can't do that at a. Or no, I'm sorry, it's journalism they're dropping at ASU. I'm
4: sorry. <laughs> glad you're with us. Acry Free Zone, Westmore, Todd Pierce hanging out with us, and the pigskin preacher, glad you're with us today.
2: It's a good day to be listening to the radio, Wes. Don't you think? This is
4: a great sports weekend. It is. There's I mean, a lot you think about what we on. got today. Tonight, high school football across the state. This is going to be a great playoffs. night. We're playoffs. talking playoffs. Round two of playoffs. the playoffs.
2: That's right.
1: Playoffs. playoffs.
4: Playoffs. Plus, you have Razorback basketball tonight against UNC Greensboro. Yeah. You got UCA on the road taking on Vanderbilt. That's you one. You got Arkansas State men on the road taking on Iowa. Ooh. You got the Arkansas State women hosting Arkansas State women hosting the Arkansas women in Jonesboro. It's supposed to be sold out. I the last
2: time that the A State women hosted the Razorback women, I was there. There were like 10, 11,000 people. It was insane. It's going to be like that. Two years ago when in 2021? Oh, was that two years ago? I'm talking about like 15 years ago. Oh, and uh, yeah, Adrian Davy, That was the uh,
4: WNIT game, right? Yes. Yeah, Adrian yeah. Davy went there. like for 30 and 20, and she dominated. That was an awesome game and an awesome environment. It it's really supposed was. to be like that again tonight. Excellent. Yeah, Coach Neighbors is, is excited about it. Uh, he says it'll be a great test for his team to go in an environment like that, and it prepares them for yeah. SEC basketball it's tournament ready absolutely yeah, yeah. so it got, is it's and a great you got night. Razorback soccer tonight too so
1: I think are they in the they're in the NCAA tournament I think I could be wrong
2: on that they're, they're, they're having a good season they're good I think you're right no one cares. <laughs> I wasn't going to
4: say that, Todd. i was I'll let, let you I, say I it. Was I could, Well,
1: you could see it on camera if you were looking at our at our video <laughs> stream, and I saw that face, and I was like... The screeching halt? Exactly. The, I was the, just like, <gasps> did I just stall the show or what? So,
2: Todd, you're not saying that Arkansas is now a women's soccer school, are you? Is that what you're saying? It's better than Nebraska claiming it's a volleyball school. It is a volleyball school. <laughs> you know, I, I just told Todd, I said, you know, I really like Matt Rule until like the last month. And he was whining when Michigan beat them by 50 points. They only lost because Michigan cheated. And I'm like, Michigan could have yelled out what we were going to do and you wouldn't have been able to so, uh, stop it. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, shut up, Matt.
4: Let's start there. Uh, the, the news came out yesterday. Mm. They settled with the Big Ten. You know, lawyers get involved. Then there's that talk, crosstalk. And, well, we got this on you. And we're going to do this. And what I'm do you so, want to do? And they settle. So, I'm so
2: disgusted by this. And I'll tell you why. There have been so many egregious cases of cheating across the college sports landscape. It would not give us time to cover it all if we had a 20-hour show. But North Carolina's academic fraud, Bill Self paying players, Cam Newton's preacher dad being given $200,000. Nothing happened in any of these cases, really. Mm -hmm. And we're acting like Harbaugh is a combination of Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin... Justin Bieber and Charles Manson.
4: Yeah, I don't think so because they're basically washing their hands of this and and all they have nothing's happened. I mean, yeah, he's going to have to sit out three games in the biggest game of the year from but, the Big Ten, and, yeah. and that
2: that is not nothing. We've got a chance to win the whole thing this year. And if you saw Sharon Moore last week, he called thirty-two straight running plays against Penn State in the second
4: half. I mean, that does not exactly speak to coaching creativity. <laughs> that makes me think yeah. they got something they got something to where michigan harbaugh who just yeah. earlier this week was like can't wait for my day in court i, I had a civics class i don't proven- think it, i don't think it was harbaugh but i think you're right and here's what i think it
2: may be the secondary coach dexter clink he deleted his twitter or x account yesterday now, what does that usually mean Find something. Exactly. So I think it might have been, they might have found, you know, and, and at the end of the day, who cares? Okay. there. Everybody scouts. Everybody looks at signs. Yeah, but not everybody to goes to the, and, the no, extreme of buying
4: tickets and filming really? other coaches. No,
2: they just buy players all these years, and nobody did I anything I think you're about trying that. to,
4: you're a little defensive um, about this because you're so close to the program. They did something wrong. So what? Or he no- wouldn't be a, suspended for yeah, three games. It's
2: a nothing burger, okay? And speaking of burgers, he gave a, a guy in the COVID year a cheeseburger. Right, so
4: what? If there I mean,
2: was nothing, the guy wouldn't have resigned. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, that guy might be a nut. I'm not trying to defend any of that. He's writing manifestos and filming this. He was in the Marines. I mean, he's obviously got some James Bond 007 <laughs> stuff going on. But as as far as saying that this is why, this is my favorite thing about this. And those Ohio State punks are going to get theirs in eight days when they come to Ann Arbor. But, oh, the only reason Michigan beat us the last two years, they knew our plays. I'm like, no, the reason we beat you is we were throwing your defensive line around like rag dolls, yeah. which we're going to do again in eight days. I'm like, you talk about the biggest bunch of excuse makers in the world. I mean... Yeah, they they cheated. They they were playing. Oh, shut up. I mean,
4: it's football, okay? It's football. The crazy thing about this, if Michigan loses to Ohio State or even loses in the first round of the playoffs, Mm -hmm. this goes away. Oh, yeah, and no one talks yeah. about it anymore. But if Michigan wins the national title, it'll be like the they Houston cheated. Astros. Yeah. And it will live on forever. Uh, to, it could
2: go away, pickskins. That's a great just point. Lose. To wit, Paul Feinbaum. If Michigan wins the national championship this year, I won't recognize them. I'm like, that's rich, SEC fanboy. Because you propped up every cheating Alabama team and Auburn team and Georgia and everybody else. But now... You've discovered ethics. I'm like, shut up. I mean, I mean, my goodness. I, I'm getting a headache from all this. Michigan wins a national title. There'll be
1: immediate call for them to vacate. it. Oh, there's
2: no doubt. And it'll be it'll be pinheads like Feinbaum that are saying this. Guess what? If we win it, we're not giving it back. How about that? And you don't have to share it with Nebraska. Yeah, thanks a lot. Too soon.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we do have, a, I mean, this week's Michigan game, Maryland uh, on the road against... Maryland can score. They got a good and, offense. And there's that uh, temptation in my mind that Michigan is looking ahead a little bit
3: oh, because no, of no, the big trap, game. Oh, trap game. We trap had a game. big
4: one last week, big one next week, so... You, it, Quintessential trap weekend. You're right. If I was to uh, put some money on this game, I would take Maryland in the 19.5 points. I do not think Maryland's going to win, but I think it's a a closer game uh, just because Michigan's not, well, we mentioned it. Maryland
2: has a good offense, but they've lost four or five. I think after a maybe slow start, I think we run over them. I I think right now we're a juggernaut. I think we're going to steam back into Ann Arbor next week, waiting on the evil empire to arrive.
4: And I think we're going to be ready. Uh, who would think that the best games probably are in the Pac-12? <laughs> you know, you got Utah at Arizona. That's a matchup of number twenty-two mm-hmm. Utah, number seventeen Arizona. That's on the Pac-12 network tomorrow at one thirty. So not many people will be watching. Mm-hmm. Georgia-Tennessee is the best game in the SEC. Georgia at Tennessee. Georgia's favored by ten and a half. I found that line a little. That funny. might be
2: the easiest money of the week, Westmore. Oh. Georgia's going to cover that spread in the first quarter. There's no way that Georgia didn't kill these guys. That that one's a surprise to me. That it's only ten did, and a half. Did anyone watch Tennessee last week? Was I the only one? Missouri just pollaxed those guys. What was it, thirty-six to eight it was or something close. ridiculous? And, and the
4: same thing with Georgia after a. a Kind of a good start to oh that game against Ole Miss. Georgia yeah. just
2: pulled away and rolled and and made it a laugh a laugher. Yeah, the lane train uh, got he got run over by his own train in that case. Uh, George Georgia looks legitimate. I mean, they always have players. All right, I mean, well,
4: the same thing I said about Michigan and looking past uh, Maryland. What about Ohio State and Minnesota? Looking past Minnesota, no chance. Ohio State's at home and they're giving up twenty seven and a half. Minnesota's awful. Uh, the, the the entire Big Ten. <laughs> Outside of Michigan
2: and Ohio State is horrible. So, all the guys that are listening out there, like, eh, the pigskin, the Big Ten stinks. I agree. The Big Ten is awful. And the West, especially. My goodness, Iowa's probably going to win it again. And Iowa has an offense that could not outstrip most high school offenses I've seen. The
4: uh, best game of the. Yeah, it's the best game. Washington number 5 Washington mm-hmm. at number 11 Oregon State. Oregon State's 8 and 2 on the year. Washington of course undefeated at 10 and 0 trying to to run the table win the Pac-12 championship and get into the uh, playoff. Right now though, Oregon State is a 2 point favorite at home. What does that tell you? That tells you that Washington's been living by the
2: getting away by the skin of their teeth. They've escaped narrow defeats like 3 times.
4: I think Oregon State jumps up and wins this game. Washington beat Utah yet last week by 7. Uh, they beat USC by 10. Mm-hmm. They beat Stanford by 9. The Only one they escaped was Arizona State. Mm-hmm. Oregon's got a really good team. That's, or, or, that's, a, Oregon, that's their best win. Oregon probably belongs in the playoffs this year. They, oh, they,
2: I, I, I think well. they're going to get in. They've got to beat Washington
4: good. in the championship game. Yeah, that could be tough. Uh, the, the the one they escaped was Arizona State, and that was an ugly game, 15-7. to 7. It was the week after that Oregon game. I'm sure there was a little bit of a letdown or Bang a major over. letdown yeah. right there. Uh, yeah, Arizona beat them by seven. Uh, blew out Cal, Michigan State, Tulsa, and Boise State. So, really the the, the close one, that or the bad one was Arizona State mm-hmm. winning that 15 to 7. But they've been they've been in the fourth quarter yes.
2: several times where the game was still uh not in hand. So. Which is a good thing sometimes. Well, it makes you tough. Yeah,
4: and well, you learn how to win. Mm. And they've done that this season. They got a good quarterback and they got some great receivers. They really do. Zone <laughs> so question of the day, I got to put this in here. Who wins by more points this week? Arkansas basketball tonight over North Carolina Greensboro or Arkansas football over FIU? Wow. The easy answer is football because they're favored by like 28.5 points. Basketball, this is probably their best test of the year so far. Uh, I'll look at and see what the current line is for that game. But the feeling is this football team is struggling. And the confidence level in this football team is very low. I, I wonder how this poll turns out let me ask a question you you guys just you
2: know cut loose with this i'm I'm interested in your answer do these guys come to play
4: or have they kind of packed it in and just given up the team has been saying that they're playing for the seniors the team is saying all the right things Sam Pittman said earlier this week, he feels like they're going to go out and play hard because they were embarrassed last week by what they did on the field by So uh, why didn't Auburn. they
2: come out and play hard last week against
4: Auburn? And that's exactly what he said because you, he said that and he goes, but you could say we should have came out and played well last week because we just came off that Florida win and we're all excited and ready to go and try to make a bowl game, but we laid an egg. Is this one of the most difficult teams to read? In that
2: they've played pretty well and been competitive against some really good teams—Alabama, S- uh, LSU, Ole Miss—and then they've just looked terrible at other times. I mean, they i mean, everybody wants to say this is Ch- this is Chad Morris two point It's the Ch- not the Chad Morris teams were just completely incompetent. They couldn't play well against anybody. These guys have played well at times. So it's, it's not that they're that bad. They're, anyone that says that they're as bad as the Morris years is not being honest. They're not. They're much better. But they're just schizophrenic in the sense that one week they come out and just play with everything they got, and then one week they look like they're going through the motions. I can't
4: figure it out. If I was betting on every game this year and point spread and all that, I, I'd lost mm-hmm. a lot because I can't figure this team out. can't either. I felt... I felt like they were going to do well against Florida, but then last week I thought they were going to do well against Auburn. Almost everybody picked them to beat Auburn. This is not
2: a very good Auburn team. No. And, and Auburn looked like the San Francisco
1: 49ers against them. Yeah, I don't think anybody anticipated Auburn coming out to a 21 nothing lead. Midway through the first quarter, and Ooh. by the time that happened, the sail, the wind had completely left the sail. As far as Arkansas was concerned, it didn't even seem like they were interested half the
2: time. What? What did I didn't catch the show? What did Vickery say Sunday about all this? Uh,
1: basically, um, he pretty well washed his hands of the season. <laughs> uh, he, he, there will not be a Sunday buzz this Sunday morning. As a result, okay. Um, well, that and, and his travel schedule gotcha. have a lot to do with that. But um, yeah, he's he's pretty
4: well. Done. Okay. Well, that's understandable. Uh, there, a lot of people are done, and mm. that's kind of been the consensus with a lot of the guys and, uh, and ladies that I know. The half-season tickets—they're not going tomorrow. Uh, you think they're trying you, to give away the tickets? Do you think they'll even have
2: thirty-five thousand there tomorrow?
4: I, I think they will. Uh, it, it's going to be tough. It, it's going to be naked eye because they're going to announce all Tonight. the tickets that are sold and you know Deer season hunting. tickets. But I feel like. Uh, yeah, I think there'll be thirty-five. Okay, yeah,
2: so it'll be about half
4: empty. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's the thing: there are a lot of Razorback fans in this state, yeah. and there are a lot of people who don't do not get the chance to go to games. This will be a chance. This is a great chance this because great there are a lot chance. of free tickets out there. Yes. There are a lot of cheap tickets out there. Yes. This is their and some of the hotels up there are now taking a licking. Prices are coming down on those mm. rooms. Uh, the two night minimums for some of the places are going away. Mm. So this is your opportunity at a, at a nice cost to be able to go and watch the team watch the team play. And especially when
1: you compare it with the men's basketball game tonight. Why not go up there? That's a
2: great point. A Todd. pretty good weekend.
4: Yeah, probably more excited to go tonight and yeah. <laughs> spend the night and go tomorrow, but. Yeah, that, that's an opportunity to get a little two for one up there, and mm-hmm. uh, I do think that there are a lot of people that are taking advantage of that who normally don't get to go to games. I like that, uh, but there are a lot of tickets out there that are that are available, and there are going to be a bunch outside the stadium if you want to okay. drive up there and find some tickets.
2: Well, and, this, would be, like you said, this would be a good day to take that youngster that maybe hadn't seen a game, yeah. take him up there, you know, let him experience this. The weather's supposed to be, you know, okay. I think a cold front's coming in late Saturday night, but. You know, wear your razorback jacket, wear a hat, have a
4: good time. I uh, found out Arkansas is basketball, 14.5 point favorite tonight. So there, there's the question of the day. I'll put it on Twitter during the break. Who wins by more points? Arkansas basketball tonight or Arkansas football tomorrow? Is Greensboro any good? They played Vanderbilt earlier this week. Vandy is without three starters. Yeah. Vanderbilt was up double digits. <clears throat> and UNC Greensboro came back and made it a four-point game. Mm. It was it was close. But you, Vanderbilt is limited right now. You want to hear some PTSD history.
2: Anytime I see anybody in the North Carolina school family of schools, you know, Charlotte, Greensboro, Asheville, anybody else, I always start getting the shakes. Because my favorite basketball team in my life was the 1976-77 University of Michigan team. We started the season number one. We ended the season number one. We cruised into the tournament. We'd been the runner-up the year before. This was going to be the year that we were going to win the national championship. And we get in the Elite Eight, North Carolina, Charlotte and they came out in wrinkled uniforms they looked terrible <laughs> melvin watkins you know the yeah. anderson's assistant he was in here one time i said coach i said no offense but seeing you here just brings back a, a flood of bad memories and i talked about the game he said pigskin he said we came out of the locker room and the michigan players were pointing at us and laughing at us i said so you're saying they didn't take you seriously no and, by the way, uh, UNCC, not UNCG, they had a player named Cedric Cornbread Maxwell who just lit us up, and we lost that game. I'm convinced that, that we were the best team in the country, but we weren't that night. So now I hear Greensboro's coming in. I'm like, Mus, don't let your guard down, man. These North Carolina dudes are sneaky. you got to watch them.
4: Well, Arkansas had to come back last year to beat the same team. Exactly. Well, I'm sure it's a little different, but... Yeah. That'll have the attention of the the players that that played in that game. They know that it, they they remember that this was a uh, tough game. That uh, if they they took them probably a little uh, took them for granted last year and had to uh, turn it on in the second half just to win the game. One
2: thing that's great about Mus though, heading up your team, you get the sense you're going to get a lot fewer letdowns with him than you would get with other coaches. Mm-hmm. Some of these dudes are kind of laid back and you know laissez faire and whatever happens. I don't think there's anything laid back about this cat. And if he no. <laughs> if, if he sees these guys sloughing off in practice and they're not working and not finishing drills, he's going to be up in their grill. You know he is. Well, and especially a, in a
1: game, he'll find someone who'll give him that effort yes. he wants. That was
4: my point. As deep yes. as they are, you're not playing, you're not giving 100%. You Bingo. Don't,
2: he doesn't like what he's seeing, you're out. They, that's, that's a great hire I, I could see this team making the final four this year
4: we gotta take a break here's what we have coming up Babe Loffenberg at 11.45 to talk some Cowboys NFL football man the, the Bengals could be in a little trouble we gotta it's find out about Burroughs injury that it's all about that. If if he's out for an extended time, they're done. You could have a scenario where the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals miss the playoffs this year. They're both five and five. Who would have figured? They're both in trouble. I know it. At eleven ten, Tom Murphy joins us. But next, we've got Clint Sterner, Big Red. Stick around. You're in the zone.
1: Side to feel I'm attached. Somehow I was in the feeling bad. Maybe I am not your dad. It's not all you want from me. I just want your company. Girl, so-
3: The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, Arcare, and Parker Cadillac.
0: The
1: high school football playoffs resume today with action across the state. Top seeds in Class 7A, 6A, and 4A all start their playoff runs today. If you're looking for some games around Central Arkansas to check out, I've got a few suggestions for you. Nashville is at Central Arkansas Christian in the 4A playoffs. I know our Kyle Sutherland is interested in that one. In Class 6A, Greenbrier is at Benton. Also in 6A, upstart Van Buren, which upset West Memphis last week. They're at Little Rock Christian. Marion is at Pulaski Academy. In college basketball, the Arkansas Razorbacks take on UNC Greensboro at 7 o'clock tonight. You can listen to that right here on 103.7 The Buzz, starting at 6.30. I'm Todd Pierce for The Buzz Radio Network.
4: Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only.
2: Rowdy Hog Pickleball is opening November 18th in the Little Rock Outlet Mall down from H&M. Whether you love to dink or smash, their professionals can help you choose a paddle that fits your needs. They have pickleball bags, t-shirts, and gifts for the pickleball enthusiast and your family. Rowdy Hog Pickleball is the only dedicated pickleball store in the States. Get out of the kitchen and stop by and talk to one of their professionals today. Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success.
5: This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Did you know that in addition to being your home for heavy-duty diesel repair, we are also medium-duty specialists? Ford, Chevy, Dodge
4: service trucks to delivery vehicles suspensions and after treatment systems to engine repair. Don't pay high dealership prices with long wait times Let Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer keep your heavy and medium duty vehicles on the road doing their job Take Exit 7 on I-440 501-568-2185
6: If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home.
3: Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit williedspianobar.com.
0: Willie
3: Is your Oak Lawn a roaring crowd and thundering thoroughbreds? At betting long shots over cold beer and corned beef. For all the reasons we love it, live racing is back at Oaklawn starting December 8th. Champion thoroughbreds, more race days, and the largest purses in the track's history. Join us for opening day, December
6: 8th. Make your reservations now at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem call 1 800 522 4700.
0: Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the Zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio. Follow us on Twitter at Justin 7 at Wes underscore Moore and at C One Zero Three Seven. Don't need tomorrow. gotta to Tell me
1: what you, want, what, you want, what you want.
3: You say you
1: had thousand. Turner
0: play action, looking pump, throws down the middle. Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, caught, Emmanuel Swift with the tackle, touchdown Arkansas! Visit them in Conway today or check out chriscranehyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble, Wow to a wide open receiver, it's
5: Cobb towards the end zone, touchdown! Spring him in.
4: Clint Sterner on the Brandon Moving and Storage hotline. How you doing, Clint?
5: Man, I'm doing well, fellas. I'm doing well. How about yourself?
4: It's going to be a great weekend. We were just talking about that. I mean, we got high school football, college basketball tonight, college football Saturday, NFL Sunday, big Monday night football game. So, man, I'm excited. It's a it's a great sports weekend. Wes,
5: well, who's who's dominating down there in that high school game, man? <sighs> Who's
4: doing big big things down there? Any new any new uh, new faces? I tell you what uh, Fayetteville's getting a lot of attention. You got the uh, Lindsay uh, kid at quarterback. He is uh, committed to Minnesota. Uh, they're rolling in the 7A West, but here in Central Arkansas, it is it's Bryant, it's mm-hmm. Conway with Buck James up there. I I'll tell you who's rolling is Parkview in 5A. They yes. if they lose in the playoffs, it'll be a major upset. They are very very talented. Greenwood greenwood in 6a but they're going to have yeah. a battle with little rock christian yeah. or benton uh coming up so yeah yeah i mean it's there's some i here's real quick you know, uh, tonight in A. you've got a rematch of last year's state championship game harding academy and malvern that's brutal and that's going to be a fantastic game
2: clint uh, one of arkansas's future quarterbacks grayson wilson at central arkansas yeah. christian they're having a renaissance year and uh, folks are excited up on the hill about what he might be able to do in a few years.
4: Very athletic,
2: yeah, big kid too. Yeah,
5: I uh, hadn't had a chance. I hadn't had a chance to see him play. Obviously, on social media, you know, you see the highlights and and, and the hype around all the different players. But uh, yeah, man, I know they're pretty excited about him. It, it, look, it, it's a, a big key to, to to what happens at Arkansas. Ultimately, um, you know, leans heavily into what the state produces. I mean, whether you're talking about the mm-hmm. McFadden years, or you're talking about the Mallet years. You know those ga- those guys dominate the headlines. But if you look at at the roster and you look at the players that that uh, were were big contributors on those particular teams, man, uh, the state the state was just producing some absolute monsters in in, in those particular eras. So, um, man, if the state could do that, it would help them up on the heel, That's for sure.
0: Yes, sir.
4: Cliff, I was driving in, and I heard on the radio that uh, there. That's... You know how it is the whispers people are talking in college f- football that uh usc's football coach may be ready to move and may be looking at texas a&m oh
5: that'd be interesting lincoln riley yeah, I, yeah. It, w- it wouldn't shock it would not shock me i i think you know when you he goes from ou where it's very similar to the texas is that texas a&m the the Alabamas, the, the, you know, the, the, the teams where really if you're a head coach, you just want for nothing. I mean, you've got budgets. You're ahead of the game in NIL. The transfer portal is, is, is your playground. Um, I mean, you, you just – your school recruits itself. Uh, the, the state supports the school. Uh, it wouldn't shock me one bit if Lincoln Riley didn't get out there, all that glitz and glamour. Um, probably wore on him and his family. It is a completely different dynamic out there, and once Caleb Williams is done, which is this year, um, you know, I, I think I think reality is going to set in, and and it is a different monster out there on the West Coast. It's fixing to become an even even big m- bigger monster with all the travel that's going to be associated with USC now huh. um, with, with their move, and so it wouldn't shock me one bit mm. if Lincoln Riley didn't say, you know, one of those one of those big boys in the top ten or top fifteen. Comes up open, which I think A and M is one of those jobs you want for nothing there. Um it wouldn't shock me one bit if Lincoln Riley didn't throw his name in the hat ASAP.
4: Clint, I want to talk some NFL with you. Uh did you watch the game last night? Bengals?
5: I watched uh up to halftime. When Joe Burrow got hurt, I was uh I was I was pretty much out on that one. All right, you're a quarterback. Watched, you've, thrown, a
4: you've thrown a lot of footballs. What's what's he experiencing? What was what was that injury?
5: I've never seen anything like that, guys. I mean, now I don't know if you saw, but they—they they, somebody highlighted which in, in this world of in, investigative discovery, you know, they highlighted him getting off the plane with that with that wrist uh, yeah. with that wrist uh, brace on, which now they're being investigated for, <laughs> you know, breaking the the injury report rules for lack of better terms in the <laughs> NFL. Um, but yeah, I, I've never I've never seen anything like that, Wes. Now I know when you talk about one thing that doesn't you know in the quarterback arena probably doesn't get talked about enough is is those top end quarterbacks when you watch a kid throw the football and you are trying to decide whether he's a quarterback or not or you watch the guys that have just become great and their elite passers of the football the snap of the wrist is a very dominant powerful part of their throw and the scary thing about what we watched with Joe Burrow is like it didn't appear to be like, oh man, I've, I've strained something. You know, I can fight through it or let's shoot it up and I can move on. Mm-hmm. It looked like, like he looked like it quit working.
4: Yeah, <laughs> mm.
5: it, it looked like that part of his throwing motion just wouldn't trigger and quit working. And so you worry about him having, having snapped something or, or, or you, know, rub, you know, tore something mm-hmm. in that wrist that's not allowing that that part of the action to fire. So um definitely scary times with with uh with joe burrow man you hate to see that you're talking about one of the greatest quarterbacks a a guy that can take the take an organization to a whole another level which he's done in cincinnati you hate to lose him in the AFC after losing aaron Rodgers and uh josh allen's not playing as well as everybody expected him to truth be told pat mahomes is not playing as well as uh as we we've grown accustomed to so the, the the quarterback play overall suffering and and uh, Joe Burrow's injury doesn't help it.
4: You know who's playing well? Dak Prescott. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. The last, the last four yeah. games, the last four or five games, man, he he played he played really well. And and, and with the more convincing thing to me, and, and you watch him closer than I do. I spend a lot of my time covering the Texans, <laughs> but the more convincing thing with with Dak is is it's a it's a different. Uh, it's a different looking offense. It's a different. Uh, it's yep. a different quarterback. It, it, it's a different approach to the game. It's a. It's a, for me personally. It's a much more believable, convincing, quarterback product, uh, and overall offensive product for the Cowboys at this point.
4: Yeah, it, it, Kevin. I'll, I'll give Coach McCarthy credit because Kevin Kelly and I were talking about this. Remember last in the off season, he gets rid of uh, Kellen Moore and he's like, "We're going to run the ball. We're committed to running the ball." Well, they were committed to running ball, and it wasn't working early on, and they didn't have the line for it. They didn't have the running It just was not working. And all of a sudden, they started opening it up and letting Dak be Dak, and Dak's throwing it around, Dak's running around a little bit. Now they're able to run the ball a little bit because they're throwing it so much. Teams are backing off, and the offense is, is has opened up. So I give him credit for not being stubborn and, and changing things when he saw, you know what, this isn't going to work.
5: Yeah, well, you know, the the crazy thing is a very similar thing went on in Houston from jump. They just adjusted, I think, a little bit quicker than they did in Dallas. To be honest with you, with the the thought of, you know, defensive-minded head coach and D'Amico Rines, and we're going to be a run-first football team, and we're going to dominate the lines of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, and we're going to establish the run. And you know, they they went into into the season and and tried that for about three or four weeks, and it just clearly uh, you know, I, I watched their tape. They're all 22 every week, multiple times, and it was clear it wasn't just one guy. Their offensive line just wasn't getting it done, and and they've got a lot of money invested in their offensive line. Their quarterback was throwing it around the park a little bit better, and so they became a throw the football to run it, and and it looked like last week things kind of came together for the Texans. But that's to me, that's that's really when you got a guy that you can lean into. Um, it, it's, it's a fine line to walk when you talk about being aggressive and being a throw-first football team, is because you don't want to be so so heavy throw that you end up throwing the ball 50 times a game when you don't necessarily need to, and the game doesn't dictate that. And so, um, there's nothing wrong with being a pass-first team, pass pass the ball to set up the run, as long as you end up having an effective run game. Doesn't have to be great, doesn't it have to be 150 180 yards out. I mean, you get 95 115 yards worth of run, and it's effective at the right time. Then, then, you're playing. You're playing playoff caliber football.
4: I got to give you a pat on the back. A couple of weeks ago, you were singing the praises of C.J. Stroud and said you know what, this kid's the real deal, and, and uh, you, you were just praising him. That day, somebody in my fantasy league offered me a trade for C.J. Stroud, and I took it. And he's been my starting quarterback the last three weeks, and I'm, I'm rolling all of a sudden. And I, I got, I thank you for doing it because I would have never taken that trade. But what you said, I was like, all right, I'm gonna roll with Clint and see what happens here.
5: My man, I'll take ten percent of the winnings at the end. <laughs> I mean, this, this, this dude is—I mean, it's—it's it's from a distance, and we all do it, you know. Especially in our businesses, you, you know, you're covering a lot of different teams, college and pro, and you don't get a really good to really get a chance to necessarily deep dive into into how they're how they're having success. I obviously do that here with the Texans, and I mean, it's just—I mean, him and Bobby Slow, Bobby Slow is the other guy. The offensive coordinator came out of Kyle Shanahan's system. Um, you know they're, they're, he, he's on a path very much like Mike McDaniel which Mike McDaniel was an offensive coordinator for a year at San Francisco I think he had that title under Kyle before he took the the Miami Dolphins job and now here Bobby Sloat kind of came up in that same in that same vein and now he's getting his first shot at offensive coordinator um, under D'Amico Ryan and, and he's just not going to be here long boys I mean it's, it's that impressive I mean because you look you look at a guy that he, he's overcome like uh, unbelievable injuries at one point in time I averaged it out the five offensive linemen on average he had he was two and a half layers deep into the depth chart for about the, for about four games this year and he was overcoming it and C.J. was blossoming and C.J. was developing and they couldn't run the ball at all until last week and he overcame that I mean he's had the most targeted wide receiver got injured about three weeks ago the leading wide receiver from yardage standpoint is big bodied wide receiver got hurt two weeks ago I mean they just keep no matter what happens, man, this Bobby Slowick guy and C.J. Stroud, they just keep they just keep throwing up huge numbers and giving the team a chance to win ballgames. Bobby Slowick should be on the short list, at least the interview list, of every college and pro football team uh, this hiring cycle. I don't know that he's going to get a job, but I, I would interview the hell out of him. And if I were a college team um, that... that would be willing to take a little bit of a gamble, I would interview him as well if he's interested in college football. So uh, he's that good.
4: Clint Sterner with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Clint, uh, we've avoided it long enough. We've got to talk about the FIU game a little bit. What do you yeah. want to see out of this team Saturday?
5: Well, look, I'll be honest with you. There's not a whole lot left for me to see. I mean, I, they they should go out there, and, and, and as we've said many a time, this is a team that they should dominate from start to finish. Um, you know, it, it should be it should be in the bag in the fourth quarter. We should we should see um, uh, Chris Well in there getting a, quite a bit of run in the fourth quarter. You know, under this offense and throwing the ball in the park a little bit. I mean, things of that nature. You know, but I mean, if we're if we're just talking about this game in a vacuum, forget everything else that's happened. You know, I want to see I want to see a team that appears to be prepared. I want to see a team that appears to be coached well. I want to see a quarterback that's engaged and 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 is pissed off and is frustrated and angry about how the season's gone and, and he's going to take it out on, on FIU. Um, the defense the defense has got to get back to, to play in the, the brand of ball that they played the majority of the year. Um, you know last week was, was, was not good obviously throughout for four quarters. So I mean to, to start with just a team that's prepared a team that's coached well, a team that's motivated and, and a team that goes out there and starts fast you start fast you put a team like this in their place and, and the rest is history. You go out there and lollygag around like you did last week, um, then you're liable to get beat by FIU, and then all all messes don't hit the fan if that, if that happens. But look, let's be honest, guys. You, you got beat by Mississippi State's backup quarterback with a coach that got fired a week later. Um, you played awful football at home two, two home games ago. Last week, that was not a good Auburn football team. That was not a talented Auburn football team. Um, and, and they that that's the worst beating I think I've ever seen at Arkansas to be honest there were some that were more painful obviously but I don't know that I've ever seen an Arkansas team get beat beat, beat down that bad uh, and, and really <laughs> appear to care less and have fewer answers than that crew last week so um, it's not out of it's not out of the possibility, right? It's not out of the realm of possibility that, that the the, uh, the Hawks go out there and mess the bed, and this is a game in the fourth.
4: Clint, I'll leave you with this. Bruce Feldman just tweeted this a minute ago. When asked if Texas A and M reached out to uh, Dan Campbell, he said, "Quote, maybe that's my alma mater. <laughs> I want to do anything I can to help them, but coach for them." You leave Dan
2: Campbell alone.
4: We need him in Detroit.
5: (laughs) Yeah, man. Hey, he's he's doing big things up there. But as I told you last time, Wes, Dan Campbell would be. I would. Dan would have to. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a complicated situation. It would be very easy. Hey, Dan, would you be interested in coaching at the college level and all the, the the responsibilities and the differences between college and pro? Would you be willing to embrace that the way you've embraced the NFL? And if he says no, you move on. If he says yes okay well how much would it take you and uh we're definitely willing to wait until you either lose in the playoffs or win a super bowl one of the two um that would be my conversation with dan but but it's they definitely gotta they definitely gotta flip that stone guys he he has been too impressive Mm -hmm. uh in in detroit right now to to pass on
4: clint thanks have a great weekend we'll talk to you monday
5: all right right, boys y'all be good man
4: thanks clint Glenn Sterner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Coming up next, we're going to do champs and chumps. Pick skin, get a champ and a chump ready. Todd, I got champ them. and a chump. Get them ready. It's a sale you've been waiting on. Big O Tires Black Friday event is back. Up to $140 instant savings on select set of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire they have in stock. You can also get ready for the cold weather that's coming and have huge savings on service. Big O Tires, Cabin and Conway. and Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. It's Big O Tires Black Friday sale. Go check them out it's the team we trust You could be a master don't wait for luck dedicate yourself and you'll find yourself
2: And you know that means schools are back in. These will be changing soon. Oh, and it means football. Friday Night Lights, and action-packed weekend. And Chris Crane Hyundai gets you there in style. And with plenty of room to bring all your tailgate gear and crew of super fans. Get America's best warranty, 10 years, 100,000 miles. And Hyundai Assurance.
6: Right now, get up to $3,000 off new Hyundais this fall at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road and Conway. And online at chriscranehyundai.com. a <laughs>
0: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your
6: free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-449-8811. That's 1-800-449-8811. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-449-8811. That's one 800 449
0: Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquocom slash commercials.
3: Chosen as one of
6: Arkansas's best places to work eight years in a row, Rainwater Holt & Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants with an emphasis on bilingual Spanish-speaking candidates at all locations. Rainwater Holt & Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans. With generous benefits and competitive pay, Rainwater Holt & Sexton is a destination employer hiring the best. We're also seeking bilingual Spanish-speaking attorneys to join our team. Apply today at callrainwater.com. Guiding Chevrolet has consistently been at the top when it comes to new Chevy sales in their zone. Justin Akery for my friends up in Jacksonville. And you know that Guiding Chevrolet surpasses all the dealers from Northeast Arkansas all the way to Mississippi. And that success in new car sales has resulted in an overstock of trade-in used vehicles. So, you need to get out there and take advantage of the liquidation sale they've got on used cars right now. It beats anything in the market. And, to make it happen, they've partnered with Capital One to get everyone approved for the biggest discounts of the year. Every major manufacturer Represented, and they're all good enough for mom. That is the Guadney Chevrolet seal of approval. You know that. People you can trust, people you've worked with for a long time, and since nineteen fifty seven, the leader around these parts when it comes to car deals. Used tracks also being offered as low as two ninety nine a month. They've got used sparks as low as two ninety nine a month, and you get a used rogue as low as hundred and seventy-four dollars a month. That is just the tip of the iceberg. New, pre owned doesn't matter. You're gonna get treated right. Go see our friends at Guadney Chevrolet. It's in Jacksonville on the Gregory Street exit and online at Guadney Too
0: busy to call into the show. Text us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037 or message us on the Asher Record Live fan feedback. Now, back to the zone. Here we go, yo.
5: Here we go, yo.
0: Camps and Chumps is brought to you by Rowdy Hog Pickleball. Located in the Little Rock Outlet Mall, Rowdy Hog is the only dedicated pickleball store in the state. For beginners or pros, they have paddles to meet everyone's needs. Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop for pickleball success. Glad to get Rowdy Hog Pickleball on
4: board at the Buzz and sponsoring the Zone. Grand opening is tomorrow, so check them out. Roundy Hog Pickleball. Tomorrow they're going to be giving away kids' paddles, and they're going to have hot dogs for everybody. So there's one of our champs right there. You had, me, you had me at Hot hogs. Dog Pickleball. Yeah. All right, champs and chumps. I'll start with my uh, champ from last night, Isaiah Joe, former Razorback, playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Lit it up, 7-for-7 seven seven on three-pointers. Wow. And it had to feel pretty good because he was at Golden State playing in front of their fans and Steph Curry. And, all uh, you know, they they made that. In vogue. Mm-hmm. And he dude, I saw the highlights in all seven shots. I mean, he just was on fire. I mean he just seven for seven flash. That's pretty good. Yeah, it looked really good. Uh he, he good good kudos to him. Also, champ of the night last night, Grambling State women. Mm-hmm. They were playing the Pac twelve SWAC legacy series. They went on the road and beat Arizona State. Wow. That's a great win for the, uh, the SWAC, and congratulations to the Grambling State women's basketball team. I'm going to give a champ to uh, Lamar Jackson last night.
1: 262 yards, couple yeah. of touchdowns in the second quarter, taking care of a Bengals team that they probably would have beaten anyway, but without Joe Burrow, they took care of business. I got a champ.
2: All of the Davids that rose up and slew their Goliaths. Did you notice how many upsets there were? And men's college basketball last night. All kinds of yeah. lesser schools are playing on the road and beating people. Like Montana State beating Cal and things like that. There were three or four of those that were just... I'm like,
4: really? I Why? noticed... Uh, remember Presbyterian? Yes. Had that big win. That's where Coach Kelly was. Exactly. Their basketball team won two or three games last year. Exactly. They're they 4-0. They won, four oh. they won awesome. again last night. Oh, the Blue Hose. The Blue Hose.
2: H O S E. My chump
4: of the week was easy. Carissa Thompson. <laughs> She's on a podcast and admits that she gave fake just halftime making reports. Up. Making it up. Just made it up because the coach, she couldn't catch up with the coach. The coach wouldn't talk to her, so she just made something up. You can't do that. She def- tried to defend her actions by saying, No coach would get upset with me for saying, well, he's, he told me they got to quit turning the ball over or they, they got to get <laughs> off the field on third down. He said, No coach is going to get mad that I said that. I think a bunch of them might get mad. Don't put words in their mouth. Exactly. Yeah. Do your job. You're a journalist, you don't just make stuff up. Oh, it's so irritating yeah. to me because, you know, I know what those sideline reporters do mm. and what they go through and the preparation that they do. And it would have been easy for her because they talk to the coaches. All through the week. You know, we have production meetings. Even at the level that I do UCA games, we have production meetings during the week. Right. So if you couldn't catch up with the coach at halftime, all you would have to say is, you know, earlier this week we talked with coach and he said they were really looking You're forward to this. What he said and they didn't get it done. To, and so right. you know they're, they're going to try to fix that in the second half. That, it, just use your brain. That might uh, follow her around for a little bit. I work with uh, Dorian Craft on the UCA game. She's our sideline reporter, and she's doing all these meet. She's got a boot on her foot from hurting her ankle. She's running around the sideline trying to catch coaches hobbling around, I should say. Wow. And she's able to get a coach. <sighs> That just says a bad look for all sideline reporters.
2: Do better, Carissa. I got a chump this week. The Big Ten Conference. That that was going to be mine, too. Not (laughs) only do they put out a substandard product on the football field, because almost everybody in the league stinks, not only have they not won a basketball national championship, despite being constantly in the mix and having the most teams in the tournament, now when they finally got a decent football team that could possibly win the whole thing, Their upstart commissioner is listening to a bunch of whining, jealous, sniveling coaches and trying to rise up and sideline Harbaugh because they were stealing signs. Even though there's no evidence that he was stealing signs or knew about it. And if they were, big, stinking deal. I just don't get it. Well, it is a big. It is deal. not a big deal. You cannot
4: go to other stadiums and record the coaches and their signs.
2: You can buy players.
4: You can you can fake transcripts. Uh, no, no, don't, you don't, can don't take don't tests. It.
2: Well, it's what they're doing. No, no, they, you tried to compare it to
4: something else. What they did was wrong. Ohio State
2: has won national championships with Cardale Jones, the quarterback, that said, "I didn't come here to play no school." So just because somebody else cheats, it's make it's okay for you to cheat. I'm saying if you don't even go to school, then taking a sign. No, I don't think it's the same thing. I don't.
4: You gotta take the higher road.
2: Oh please! They you are did do did something wrong? You ever go fifty six in a fifty five zone? Then you're a criminal.
4: Well, I've gotten speeding tickets the before. Oh please! I, and I paid the fine. Yeah. Okay. You didn't go to jail. <laughs> well, he's not going to jail. He's the one who settled He's not out of court. Coaching
2: against Ohio State—that's in jail.
4: That's he jail. in the coaching. Why profession. did he fight it and then go to and take him to because court? Because I'm sure that the lawyers suggested this. Probably because they got some more information. He's like, uh oh, mm-hmm. we blah, better blah. settle. Just take what we get. I'm very I, upset about that. I can tell. I am. Yeah. Coming up in hour number two, we will have Tom Murphy. We will have Babe Loffenberg. We'll take some phone calls. We're just getting started. You're in the zone.
6: What I was told was bone on bone, I was going to have to have knee replacement, and I do not like surgery. Desperate to avoid surgery, Julie decided to check out QC Kinetic's non-surgical regenerative treatments. My daughter actually works in a Chapel Hill, North Carolina lab, and I sent her all of the information that I was given. And she's like, oh, mom, this is for you. I've heard great things.